This message is brought to you by Croydon Tabernacle, a part of the Redeemed Christian Church of God. Our mission is reconciling the individual, community and the nation to God. Be blessed as you listen. Please let's thank him for his mercies, for his love. Ah, Lord, we thank you. You are so good. You are so, so good to us. Lord, we thank you for all the things that you are doing every day. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your mercies. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your kindness. Thank you because every day we can see you in our situation. Lord, thank you because every day we can see you in everything. Lord, thank you for because every day we can see you in our lives. Lord, we love you. Lord, we love you. We love you. We love you. We will praise you from everlasting to everlasting for all the things that you have done for us. Blessed be your name, O Lord. Blessed be your name, O Lord. Thank you for all the testimonies, O Lord. Thank you for every member. Thank you for every single one of our family members. Lord, we appreciate you. You are a good God. Blessed be your name, O Lord. Heavenly Father, as we speak your word, Holy Spirit, from the beginning to the end, we ask that yourself you will take total control. Let only your will be done. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' most precious name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Please, as we sit down, let's just welcome our neighbor. Let's welcome them into the presence of the Lord. You are all welcome into the presence of the Lord. The Lord is so good to us. And that is the title of the message, God is good. God is good. God is good no matter what, no matter the circumstances, no matter the situation, no matter what we are going through, no matter what the doctor's reports are, no matter what the uh, bosses in the office are saying, no matter what um, anything, the career, the finances is, are saying, God is good. And God is good, and I believe it. I believe that God is good. Hallelujah. We're going to read some, um, a lot of passages. We'll start from Romans 8.28. It says, and we know that all things, all things work together for good to those who love God and to those who are called according to his purpose. It says, all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. We say God is good. You know, the truth is that if we look at ourselves, you know, um, daily lives, the people we meet every day, you see, not everyone that we come across is good to us. You know, there are some people, even sometimes you don't do anything to them. They just decided not to be good to you. You know, sometimes it doesn't matter how how much you try to be nice to them. You know, sometimes it doesn't matter how much you try to be very good. Sometimes they will even do something to you. You won't do anything. You will still say, ah, what have I done to you? Yes. They will still be not good to us. You see, um, but our God, you know, despite everything that we may have done, you know, despite every day, our shortcomings. You know, despite the fact that sometimes he will tell us to go and do something. Sometimes we will be arguing. You know, sometimes we will not even do it. Sometimes we will think it's not God speaking. We say, get behind me, Satan. And we are asking, in the inner mind, you know that this is God speaking. You know, sometimes we think we know it all. You know, sometimes God will say, do this, you know, we think we know it all. But despite all those circumstances, 
you know, despite all those situations, you know, the fact still remains that God is good. God is good. Now begin to think about it deeply, deeply, and deeply. In 1 Chronicles chapter 16, verse 34. 1 Chronicles 13, 16, 34. Remember the songs that David sang after he brought back the ark of, of, of covenant. He says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord. He says, For he is good, for his mercies endures forever. He says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercies endures forever. In, in Ezra chapter 3, verse 11, Ezra 3, 11, the children of Israel, you know, when they laid the foundation for the restoration of the temple, after majority of them who were taken away in captivity came back, you know, they laid the foundation for that restoration of the temple, and they sang responsively and giving thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercies endure toward Israel. He says, then all the people shouted with great shout when they praised the Lord because the foundation of the house of the Lord was laid. Whether we like it or not, you know, whether we are going through good times or bad times, there is something that is constant, that the Lord is good. And now it now depends on what we look at when we are going through our situations. You know, when we are going through problems, it depends on what we look at. It depends on whether we believe that God is good or God is not good. You know, in Psalm 145, verse 9, you know, David was praising God here again. He says, the Lord is good to all, not to some section of people, not to, some, not to the pastors, not to only the general overseers, not only to the head of departments. The Bible says, the Lord is good to all. He says, and his tender mercies are over what? Over all his works. We are all works of God. I am a work of God. So what the Lord is saying that is good to me, and as his tender mercies are over, over me. Psalm 33, verse, 50, verse 5. He says, he loves righteousness and justice. He says, the heart is full of goodness of the Lord. The heart, this earth. Is full of goodness of the Lord. So it now depends on what we look at when we go through what we go through. Now it depends on what we believe when we go through what we go through. Even as a church, it depends on what we look at when we go through what we go through. You know, in Psalm 34 verse 8, it says, All taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. This is all taste. God has brought us here not because we know how to pray. Not because of our own self. He brought us to him because he loved us. He brought us to come and taste of his goodness. Not of his bitterness. Because God will not give us bitterness. He wants us to come and taste of his goodness. So it depends on what we see. When we go through what we go through. Psalm 100 verse 4. Psalm 100 verse, verse 4. It says, be thankful to him and bless his name. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting. You know when something is everlasting, that is, it has no end. It's good and his mercy is everlasting. 
Psalm 107, verse 8 to 9, it says, Oh, that man will give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. For he satisfies the longing soul and fills the hungry soul with goodness. So whether we like it or not, the Lord is good. Whether the circumstances like it or not, the Lord is good. You know, whether the prayer we have been praying for, for, for decades happens or doesn't happen, the Lord is good. You know, whether the prayer we prayed yesterday even happened beyond our expectation, the Lord is good. So in every situation, the Lord is good. Believe me, the situation that the redeemed Christian Church of God is going through now, the Lord is good. You see, I want us to see the goodness of the Lord in the midst of all this. Because if the Lord is not good, believe me, you don't know some churches, they will have been shot long time ago. But the Lord is good to us. We can see his goodness every day. I can see it every day. I'm not just saying it because I, I just have to say something here this morning. No. I can see it every day. No, I, I heard the story of a, a missionary that went to, um, was it Zambia? And they went to Zambia prison. They've, they've been to a lot of prisons and they went there. When they got there, the condition of the prison was appalling. It was terrible. And then when, um, when it was time, I think it was on a Sunday morning, they wanted to join the other the prisoners, some of them, for prayers. And um, the person who was leading the prayer, it was a pastor. And um, he had been in the prison in remand for four years. No remand is, you know, they they've not sentenced you. They've not said whether you are guilty or not guilty. He was just left there for four years. And the probability is that the offense he was, he was even charged with, he didn't commit the offense. So the people that came from England there, you know, the way they were analyzing that, that's the person that wrote the article, was saying, when he even heard the, what kind of offense the thing was, it was an, a kind of offense where if it happened in England here, you, probably they would just find you or slap you on the wrist. I'll tell you not to do that again. But he was on the remand for four years. And the thing that he said that really caught my attention was that when the man took the mic and the first thing he said is God is good and his mercy endures forever. So the man said it ministers to him a lot. You know, in those appalling conditions, conditions where they said the prison was supposed to take about I don't know, about maybe 50 people, about 250 people ingested together in those places. Even anytime they want to sleep, they sleep hour by hour because all of them cannot lay together on the floor at the same time. And yes, this man came out. The first thing he said was, God is good. So it doesn't matter what we are going through. It doesn't matter the situation. The, what the enemy wants is for us to lose focus about the goodness of God. He is ever always good to us. Always. That's why we can have testimony every Sunday, Sunday upon sun Sundays. That's why we can, even some of us, I know some of us think sometimes maybe we are shy to come out and give testimonies. God has been good to us. Every day. Every day. Why? Because the plan that he has for us 
you know, is a plan. You know, to, 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 it's good to us. It's a plan to take us to that end, that expected end that he has. Prepare for you and for me. But the enemy will always be looking for loopholes. You know, loopholes to complain. Instead of saying, God is good. You know, in the midst of chaos, in the midst of things that we cannot even explain happening, God is always bringing out his purpose. No, the purpose of God always stands. Remember the apostles when they were being persecuted. All of them they were being killed. What happened to all of them? They all fled to various places. Why? Because God wanted his purpose to come to pass. God wanted his gospel to be preached in all those other places. Remember the story of um, Jacob. And, it's, and, and it's the children that God gave Jacob. You know, in uh, Genesis chapter 29, 31 to 35. Remember how the whole thing happened. You know, remember how Leah, um, I don't know what word to use. How Leah, one, one way or the other, became Jacob's wife. We we'll think, what is all this shenanigans? We we'll say, what is all this why? Why is this thing happening? But there is purpose of God inside of it. She ended up having six children out of the twelve tribe of Israel. Leah. And one of those child was Judah. Where our Lord Jesus Christ came from. The ultimate purpose. So it doesn't matter what we are going through. There is a purpose of God to be fulfilled. There is a plan of God to come to pass. She had six. Her sister Rachel had two. They now began to do competition. They said, oh, I have slaves. My slave, too. Take my slave. The first slave had two. The other slaves had another two. But in all those shortcomings of men. In all those mistakes of men, the purpose of God still stood. Because he has a plan. God has a plan. Do you know what? We are children of God. You know, God redeemed us by his blood. If we are going through something, he knows about it. He knows it, but he knows he has a purpose. He has something he wants to achieve. Our own is to trust him. Let's just trust him. Let's, let's just believe. Let's just believe that God has a plan. Not for some section of people, but for all of us. All of us. Why? Because we have been brought, bought by the precious blood of the Lamb. We belong to him. We belong to him. That's why he says all things work together for good. For those who love God and those who are called according to his purpose. Yes, agreed, situations will come. But one thing is sure, that the purpose of God is bigger than our mistakes. 
the purpose of God is bigger than our shortcomings. It's bigger than whatever. Because the purpose of God will be fulfilled. The Bible says that even if heaven and heart are passing away, it says none out of my word will go unfulfilled. God has a purpose for you and for me. No matter the situation or the circumstances we are in, he has a purpose. You know, God is in control of our lives at the time. At the time we may be going through anything. So our home is just to be certain that if we trust God, he will bring all his purpose to come to pass. He will make them come to pass. We've heard testimonies of people, a lot of people. Testimonies upon testimonies. I remember when I was little, I, was, I joined the choir very, very young. I remember any time we finished the service, we had to pack the instrument and take it to the store. A lot of people would run away. But I don't know, I would just be there, pack the instrument, put it to the store. So when I relocated to this country, I was in Manchester for about 10 years. The Redeemed Christian Church of God in Manchester, the first Redeemed Christian Church of God there, we did not, we, at, at the time, there was no building. So what we do is that anytime we have a, a Sunday service, a Wednesday service, we will set up, pack everything, move it back to the store. I find myself doing the same thing I had been doing since when I was young. So it got to a time when I came to London and I was sent out to parish, pastor a parish. I find myself doing the same thing again. Up to today. So it has become my way of life. I, didn't, I, don't, even, I don't even complain about it anymore. I just oh, finish, pack, set up, home. Because God knows where he's taking us. He has a way of preparing his own people. So sometimes we may be going through things that we think is too tough. But he has a purpose behind it. He has his plans behind it. My prayer is that God will help us to stay in his purpose. And not to be distracted by what is going on around us. Not what is going on because that's what the enemy wants. He wants us to lose focus. That's why the word of God came to us last Sunday. God sent somebody from nowhere. And God told us to be focused. Look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Only Jesus. When he says look unto Jesus, he says look unto Jesus. It doesn't mean any other thing. He didn't say look unto the circumstances around you. He didn't say look, look unto your leaders or look unto Geo. Or look unto your elders. He says, look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Because he has a plan. And that plan must come to pass. In the mighty name of Jesus. Remember Sarah, Rebecca, and Rachel. Something is peculiar between the three of them. They all struggle to add a child. It took them time. But inside those times, the purpose of God was embedded inside of it. 
they waited. And at the end of the day, they became the mother of many nations. Inside it, the purpose of God, Jesus Christ, came out of it. So God has a plan. He has a plan. Our own is to hold on and not lose focus. And not be tossed here and there like waves. Keep focus. My prayer is that God himself will help us. In the mighty name of Jesus. We will not be weary. We will not be tired. In the mighty name of Jesus. Because God is good at all times. At all times. And that is a fact. When you say something is a fact, it's a fact. It's not, it's not, you don't need to prove it anymore. It is established. It's a fact. God is good. So please, I want to encourage us. It's an encouragement this morning that we should hold on to God. We should believe in his goodness. We should trust him. The one who is our author. The one who is the finisher of our faith. The one who says we should look unto on, him alone. Remember when, when God was introducing Jesus? When in the, in the month of transfiguration, you remember that story? The other two went away and God said, this, Jesus, is my beloved son. He said, in whom I'm well pleased. Another version in Matthew says, him you will hear. Only him. He didn't even say, hear Moses, hear Elijah. Him. So that's why he must be our focus in whatever we may be going through. Personally, in the family, in the church, in the place of work. Let him be our number one priority, our focus. And let's know that God is good. Whether that prayer is yet to be answered. Say it over and over and over and over and over again. God is good. And his mercy is eternal. My prayer is that God himself will continue to help us. In the mighty name of Jesus. We will not be tired. And we will not be weary. In the mighty name of Jesus. Please, I want us to pray. I want us to rise up and pray. Now. See, God has called each and every one of us. It's not only the pastors that God called. He has called you for an assignment. He has called me for an assignment. By his grace, he's the one leading us to the place that he wants us to be. And it is our responsibility to be where God wants us to be. Not to move away, not to be distracted by the affairs of this life. You know, the Bible says the affairs of this life. He says we should not be entangled with it. That's the word that Paul gave to Timothy. He says, don't, be, don't entangle yourself with the affairs of this life. Because it's dangerous to do that. You know, he likened us to a soldier. As a soldier, a soldier does not go to war and start looking and start saying, ah, I like that hat. That soldier will be shot. So a soldier is, a soldier is focused. Focus. Focus on the goal. Focus on Jesus. So he says, and we know that all things work together for good to those who love God. I know we love God. We love God very much. So we need to tell him again how much we love him. And let's continue to stay in his will. Let's, let's be focused. Believe me, 
whatever we are going through will pass away. It won't be forever. But the purpose of God will stand sure and firm. Nothing will take it away. So let's commit ourselves into the hands of the Lord. Lord, please help me to stay in your purpose. Help me to be where you want me to be. Please pray that is a personal prayer because God has it. The plan that God has for us is, is huge, is, is wonderful. It, it's, it's a fantastic plan. So let's let's beg him, let's ask him. That God help me, help me to stay in your purpose. Help me to stay where you want me to be. Help me, give me grace, give me power, enablement, strength. Oh Lord. To trust you completely. Even in any situation I might be going through. Let's ask God. Let's ask God for grace. Let's ask God for strength. Let's pray to God for enablement. Now God please help me. I'm in this race that you have called me to. Please help me. Guide me. Mold me. Help me to stay where you want me to stay. Help me to be in a place you want me to be. Say, God, help me not to be distracted. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we pray. Now we're going to pray for the church. See, we cannot fight God's battle for God. No, we do not have the capacity or the, the power or the, the, the warfare or anything to face the gate of hell. We don't have that ability. We don't have that capability. So we can't fight God's battle. So Jesus is the only one who can fight his battle because he's the one that owns the church. And he says he will build his church. And he says the gate of hell will not prevail. So it is an error for us to want to fight God's battle for God. Because the battle belongs to him. So let's ask Jesus again. That's why I've surrendered all to him. That in this time that we know that our God is good. That is what we can see in this situation. That he will fight our battle for us. And we will hold our peace. In the mighty name of Please let's pray that prayer. Let's pray that prayer. In the name that is above every other name. In the mighty name of Jesus, O oh Lord, we commit the redeemed Christian children of God, Croydon Tabernacle, into your hand, O oh Lord, this morning. We pray together as a team, as a church, that Lord Jesus, fight our battles for us, O oh Lord. Yes, we know, Lord, we can see your goodness in our midst, O oh Lord, every day. Every day, O oh Lord God Almighty, we release, we, we, we surrender all to you, O oh Lord. Please fight our battles for us. Let's bring to us, God, to silence the mouth of dogs, every dogs that we want to operate in underneath to harm the church. Let's ask God to silence them permanently today in the name of Jesus. Yes, I believe that the Lord has done it because some of us that came on Friday, we have prayed this prayer and it is done, settled, settled, settled. In the mighty name of Jesus. Jesus, over to you. 
over to you, Jesus, the Son of God. The Son of God, do what only you can do. Perform what only you can perform, O Lord. We surrender all to you, O Lord, today. Let your purpose, O Lord, begin. Let us begin to see it in the mighty name of Jesus. Continue to establish your will, O Lord, your purpose, O Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, even in the life of your children, in their family lives, in their homes, O Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, in whatever circumstances they may be in, O Lord. Jesus, continue to fight their battles for them every day in their places of work. In the mighty name of Jesus, we trust you, Jesus. We believe that you have done this. Glory be to your name forever. Honor be to your name forever. We adore you. We magnify your name because you are a good God. You are a kind God. You are a magnificent God. And there is none like you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. 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 Please, let's put our hands together for Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The Lord is good. The Lord is good. And His mercies endures forever. In the mind. Thank you for listening. We hope that you were ministered to through this message. If you have any comment on this presentation or would like to contact us, our address is 38 to 40 Parsons Meet, West Croydon, CR03SL. To speak to a member of our team, you can call us on 0208-688-466. Our website address is www.croydontabernacle.org.uk. Thank you and God bless.